Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. We continue studying the life of Joseph, meditating on the phrase God meant it for good. And today's study is Joseph does time in prison. Uh, we're in Genesis 39 all the way through Genesis 40. Have you ever thought about what it would be like to be sentenced to life in prison? The thought is terrifying to me. I mean, modern prisons are bad enough today, but they pale in comparison with the ancient prisons of the 18th century B.C. Joseph described his prison as a ward or a dungeon. Many believe his prison was a round structure such as a fortress, cold, dark, damp, often below the ground level. We can only speculate what Joseph's prison experience was like. Meditate with me on the words used in Scripture that give us a glimpse of Joseph's years incarcerated. Incarcerated, get this, for something he never did. Here's the words the Bible uses, prison, king's prisoners, bound, keeper of the prison, Pharaoh was angry, house of the captain of the guard, chief executioner, confined, sad, bring me out of this house, dungeon, forgotten, two full years, in ward, out of the dungeon, he shaved himself, changed his raiment. Wow, just thinking about the impact of each one of those words must have been tough. The sadness and loneliness of prison life is almost indescribable with words. Anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts, fear, despair, hopelessness, dejection. Actually, it reminds me a little of the agony of eternal hell, the horrible home of no hope. Although it seems as if Joseph was being punished for doing right, God in his sovereign plan used 13 difficult years to prepare Joseph for 80 years of service. Even though we do not like to admit it at the time, God knows what he's doing all the time. Humanly speaking, Joseph was a prime candidate for bitterness, hatred, forsaken, forgotten. Many feel like they are in a type of, I don't know, solitary confinement from their friends and family because of misunderstanding or mistreatment, abuse, or neglect. Have you ever felt like screaming in your heart, nobody cares, so why should I? I don't know if Joseph struggled with loneliness, anger, or bitterness, or simply accepted his difficult situation with the confidence that the dreams sent to him by Jehovah God would someday come true. I do know that Joseph's response to his dungeon experience was an excellent display of the presence of God and the grace of God. Think about it. Joseph's response to the prison guard was submission. His response to the prisoners was compassion. His response to his unfair imprisonment was patient endurance. Just as Joseph refused Mrs. Potiphar's advancement, he refused to react in an ungodly way to his unfair imprisonment. Sinful reactions keep our focus on self. Godly responses remind us that God is with us, just like he was with Joseph. From the time Joseph was sold for 20 pieces of silver uh, and joined the Ishmaelite parade heading for Egypt— we see a reoccurring phrases in our Bibles. Okay, Genesis 39, 2. And the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man. 39, 3. And his master saw that the Lord was with him, and the Lord made all he did to prosper. Genesis 39, 21. But the Lord was with Joseph, and showed him mercy, and gave him great favor. Genesis 39, 23. The keeper of the prisoner looked not at anything that was under his hand, because the Lord was with him, with Joseph. And that which he did, the Lord made to prosper. Chapter 41, verse 38, Pharaoh said to his servants, Can we find such a one as this, 
a man in whom the Spirit of God is? And Genesis forty-one thirty-nine. Pharaoh said unto Joseph, as much as God has showed thee all of this, there is none so discreet and wise as you are. What a wonderful correlation between the Lord's presence and Joseph's prosperity. Both Potiphar and the prison warden not only noticed that the Lord was with Joseph, they also enjoyed the prosperity that the Lord gave. Where God is, prosperity is close by. Many years later, David, while encouraging his son Solomon to build a temple, said, Now, my son, the Lord be with you and prosper you and build the house of the Lord thy God. Just to know, when we talk about prosperity, we're not just talking about money and stuff and things. There is a spiritual prosperity which is as simple as daily walking and living according to God's truth. Remember, John wrote in his, to his friend Gaius, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health, just as your soul prospers. For I rejoice greatly when brethren came and testified of the truth that is in you. Just as you walk in the truth, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. So, what about today? Is there still a direct correlation between the Lord's presence and prosperity? You see, all believers have the precious joy of God's Holy Spirit dwelling in our hearts to comfort us, to convict us, and convince us of God's wonderful truth. That brings us to another clear correlation. Today, there's another direct correlation between prosperity and meditation on God's Word. Get this. Joshua and David both chime in on this one. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night that you might observe to do according to all that's written therein. For then shalt thou make thy way prosperous, and then you'll have good success. That's Joshua one eight, And then Psalm 1, 2 and 3, But his delight is in the law of the Lord. Got that? And in his law doth he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth his fruit in his season. His leaf shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall, remember, prosper. Yeah, God's presence in our prosperity. God was with Joseph and made him to prosper. God promises that prosperity is a direct result of meditating on God's word. A prison can become a palace when God is there with you. A palace can become a prison when God is not welcome. Hey, sorry it took so long today, but today's the day the Lord made. Let's rejoice. Let's be glad in it. And I hope that you have a really, really good day.